Welcome to TechSess. I'm your host, Mark Riddell. And in today's episode, I'm joined by Miles Leach, the Managing Director of Enfon UK. We're going to be discussing everything that you need to know about your business phone system. It's something that a lot of businesses don't actually think about too often, but certainly over the last 18 months during the pandemic, people have found out that their phone system is just not fit for purpose. So if you've got an out-of-date old phone system kicking around, it's probably a good time to think about replacing that with a much more modern hosted solution. And in this episode, you're going to learn about everything you need to know about moving to the cloud. Welcome to TechSess, the show that provides the information you need to know so that technology can help your business to be more successful. So Miles, thanks for taking the time to join me today on this episode of TechSess. Why don't you start by introducing yourself, telling us a bit about you and Enfon. Yeah, so I'm Miles Leach, Managing Director of Enfon uh, UK. I've been in telecoms now for 31 years, so seen some changes. Started dealing with a company called Mercury, as they were then, who then went on to become Cable and Wireless. Been with Enfon seven years, and the last four and a half years of that as Managing Director. So yeah, seen the company grow. Enfon started 2007, a German company, now in 17 countries, so growing throughout Europe. We often get asked, what are Enfon's long-term plans? Are you going to move into America? Are you going to move into the Far East? But no, we're very much focused on growth in Europe, currently growing into the eastern part. So we've just opened an office up in Poland. Has you know, the pandemic over the last year caused you guys at Enfon to either have to change anything within the business or has it accelerated anything, you know, any development or anything? Not really. As far as the business is concerned, the take-up of cloud telephony was always going to increase and accelerate. Obviously, over the last 18 months, the take-up has increased, but our development hasn't needed to as far as the technology roadmap is concerned. What has changed really is all about the, the partnerships, about the partners who are coming to us now. People who were, dare I say, set in their ways in the technology they were selling have realized that the market has changed because we all know the market has moved on probably three, four, five years worth of of growth over the last 18 months because it's been forced into that by being in shutdown and for offices, for businesses to survive, they've had to change the way they work. It's not been a nice to have. It's been a you either do it or you won't survive. Certainly the businesses that we work with that had systems like Enfon in place prior to the pandemic or them getting their staff working from home and things was really yeah. easy, you know, because absolutely, and that's, I think that's when the penny drops for people. I think when they suddenly had to, you know, you had this nice little bubble of the office before and now suddenly that bubble's exploded and everyone's all over the place and suddenly your phone system looks really, you know, if you're still had a traditional on-prem system, yeah. suddenly that becomes yeah. like, well, it's easy to get people working from home with their computers, but how do we get phone calls to them? How do they make phone calls without them having to start to use their mobile phones and, you know, calling customers from their mobiles and stuff, which no one ever wants to do. So it's maybe a good point to actually maybe for people that have never heard about VoIP or, you know, hosted telephony and just to kind of cover what is the differences between that traditional phone system that a lot of businesses will still have and a more modern solution uh, like Enfon? Well, if you look at, I mean, you're right. I mean, if you look at the statistics, around about 80% of the UK businesses still run on some form of traditional PBX. Wow. 
I would not have expected um, yeah. it to be that high, to be honest. Only about 20% have, have moved to cloud. Now, those statistics are based on the, the stats from last year. So obviously, that would have increased. But there's still a massive amount of the market is still using some form of traditional PBX. And what is a traditional PBX? Well, that's my background. That's where I started in comms. And it's basically a box on the wall uh, somewhere in your premises. And every handset that wants to use those services has to be hardwired in some way through structured cable or, or whatever, but it has to be hardwired back to that control box. That is the old technology. So, you know, cloud telephony is all about that functionality is in the cloud and it only comes down to, well, what device do I want to use to actually connect and to use those services? So it doesn't have to be a traditional piece of plastic sat on your desk. Uh, some people still want to use a traditional phone, but now it can be any device, but more importantly, it can be from anywhere. So providing you've got connectivity, internet connection, you are connected to your office. And that's the huge change. And obviously, with what's happened over the last 18 months, as you say, you know, businesses, the pennies dropped and having a traditional hardwired PBX on-prem, whatever term you want to use, doesn't give you that flexibility. I mean, obviously 80%. I mean, I'm actually kind of still thinking about that. I mean, I wouldn't have thought it was still as high as 80%, but there's a big hard stop though coming up, right? I mean, one of the things I've mentioned to a few people, kind of not on a hard push, but just kind of mentioning it, is the ISDN switch off that's coming up. Yeah, but look, I mean, obviously the ISDN switch off is a big drive to move over to IP of some sort, but there is a halfway house because traditionally you had a box in your office and it was connected via this thing called ISDN, which gave you, when that came out, and I remember ISDN being launched, it was fantastic because I could have one pipe coming into my building with up to 30 live extent, uh, lines coming in, but I could have 100 DDI numbers. So every, all my staff could have their own DDI number. Pre-ISDN, uh, well, when we were look, running off of analog, if you wanted a phone number, you needed a line associated to it. So, yeah, that switch off is happening, and it has been a drive for some businesses. But that, on its own, doesn't stop you using a traditional on-prem solution because, you know, companies are moving over to what they call SIP. So, it's a, basically, it's an internet connection into your PBX. So, if you've invested you know, hundreds of thousands of pounds as some of the bigger companies have in on-prem, uh, you can have that halfway house to cloud. But it, it, so yes, ISDN is a, is a massive push and it's a massive drive. But things like mobility, digital transformation, whatever you call it, the ability to work anywhere, that's, I believe, is a bigger drive now. If businesses haven't done it yet, I think it's definitely made a lot of businesses realize that we need to get the right technology in, in place because I mean we're already talking about is there going to be you know future restrictions with COVID and things so a lot of businesses will definitely have it on the agenda but I think as far as I'm concerned something happens like the pandemic but if people don't make the change straight away they hang off and they hang off and hang off and then things improve again and then they just never ever make the decision so something else happens and you know that will trigger it to happen so I think that push to to update and upgrade their phone system, if it's not happened in the last 18 months, it's definitely something that I would be advising a lot of businesses to be thinking about. Absolutely, because it's also about staff. Because, you know, we're finding within our business, but also obviously within our partner's business, that 
the new way of working, whatever you want to call it, uh, it will be about working sometimes maybe in the office and sometimes working at home, as well as being able to work when you're out and about. So if businesses stick to that old technology, which doesn't give that ability to their staff, then they could run the risk of losing staff. Because if I'm a company doing X, Y, Z, and and I'm insisting on my staff coming in five days a week, but the company down the road doing exactly the same is saying to the staff, no, we'll give you flexible working, which suits some employees, then they'll attract that staff change. And, And I think you know, having that flexibility is about keeping your business running in the best way you can. And to do that, obviously, whatever your business, you need the right staff. Yeah. And like you said, you know, not having to have an actual physical handset is great for staff working at home because a lot of staff working at home are just working on a laptop at the kitchen table. And it's not suitable for them to have like an actual physical handset like they might have in the office, you know. So being able to have like, you know, the soft phone you know, software on your laptop with a headset or using the mobile app or something like that, you're still, you're always connected to the system. You know, I think traditionally everyone said, look, everyone's got a desk, everyone's got a phone. Whereas now it's a case of allowing (laughs) staff to use what they feel more comfortable with. You know, some people hate, you know, having to wear a headset. Some people prefer picking up a handset, like you say. Some people are quite happy to have it on their mobile phone because then if they're sitting with their ear pods in or whatever, you know, the calls just come through as their mobile calls come through and it's the same device that they're using for whether it's mobile or whether it's part of their business phone system. So, But the key there, Mark, is your staff, the ability to have a choice. Some will use a headset, some will use their mobile, some will want a, a, a desk phone. But also it, it will change the way that offices are set up and will work. Because if, like you said, they don't need to have a desk now. Before, if you had, you know, what we called hot desking, where you had a row of desks that could be used by anybody, one of the issues that calls for staff was that they had a handset on the desk that somebody else had been using. Do I log into that? Do I log into it as my extension? And as I walk away, I don't, you know, some, the call doesn't follow me. But if, if you're bringing your own device and you're using your laptop or you're using your mobile, that doesn't matter. The desk just becomes then somewhere to sit. The Texas 10. Okay, Mayo, so what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to ask you the Texas 10 questions, um, which, of course, you don't know what's coming up. And I'm excited to see what your answers will be. This is the fun part of the show, actually. This is, these are the questions that people seem to enjoy answering. So so be interested to see uh, your answers. And we've had some quite kind of deep and insightful answers and discussions around some of these questions, which is not what the intention was, but they've kind of gone that way in the past. So first question in the Texas 10 is, if you had £100 million to spend, what would you spend it on? A life-changing spend for me would be buying a 40-plus foot yacht and going around the Mediterranean. No worries. Obviously, setting up the family. It'd be great to see all the kids and their future, and my grandkids' uh, future taken care of. But would I go out and buy you know, a Lamborghini or a Bugatti? No, probably not. I think the biggest spend would be a, a, a nice yacht. Yeah. Boats are expensive as well, so you probably that hundred million probably wouldn't go very far. <laughs> it's not just the buying of them; it's the running of them. Yeah, especially if it's big enough, where you probably need a need a crew and stuff. Yeah, I mean, forty odd foot you can run yourself, but that to me would be fantastic just to spend the season going through the Meg, going through to Turkey, and yeah, spending the winter over that way. That would be my dream, and my children would actually help me spend it very well. I'm sure they would. <laughs> they probably spend more of it than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So what is one of the most important things that you have learned in your life? God, these are deep questions, Mark, aren't they? They're not all like this, trust me. <laughs> I think if I look back when I first got into sales, a lot of my friends were doing uh, uh, other jobs that were, were better paid, you know, factory work, etc. I took a risk to get into sales. I actually lied about my age because in those days they could put an advert into saying you have to be 21 and above. And I think I was 19. Take a risk. I've taken lots of risks in my time. Some have paid off and some haven't. But you've got to go for it. I never want to wake up and look back and think, what if? Interesting. Yeah. This is a bit easier one. This one isn't very deep at all. Does pineapple belong in pizza? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm with you on that. We can be friends now, Miles. That's one of those things. That I, I, yeah, I'm totally with you on that one. <laughs> what would your walkout song be? So when you're walking out on stage or at an event or something, what's your theme music? God, probably I will survive. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's an older yeah. older song, obviously. But If you could have a dinner with three people of your choice, either dead or alive, who would you choose? Okay. I've been asked this before. Certainly Winston Churchill would be one. Maggie Thatcher would be the other. And Alex Ferguson would be the third. Okay. Interesting choices. Strange choice, I know. I... But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's your dinner you can have anyone you want that's the beauty of it the uh, funny thing is when I've asked people that question before they can normally pick one person straight away then think of a second and a lot of people struggle to pick a third which is interesting if you could have any superhero power what would it be? any superhero power god that's really difficult I would, I would have if you'd asked me that 20 years ago I would have said x-ray vision but now I'd probably say uh, amazing hearing. <laughs> I mean, I suppose uh, I, if, if you put your head into, you know, real fantasy land, the ability to fly without queuing up at a, a passport control or anything would be very useful. Yeah, especially if you travel around a lot, you know. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Makes sense. So probably the ability um, to fly. The next question, this one, uh, this is the one that can get a bit deep when you answer it, and it was never intended to be like this, so I'd be interested to see what you say. So, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Would I rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? <sighs> one horse-sized duck. Okay, interesting. I think you're the first person that said the horse-sized duck. Okay, Miles, if you had a time machine, would you rather travel to the past or to the future? The past. Okay, reasons why? I've always been interested in history, so I'd rather go back and see what we know has gone on rather than into the future that's unknown. Okay, yeah, I think it's 100% now on everyone saying to the past that I've asked us to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think most people don't want to know what the future holds. I think it's best not to know. So Yeah, uh, I would agree. So yeah, I'm with you on that one. And obviously this is called the Texas podcast. So what I ask people is, what does Texas look like to you? And the basis that what we say is that it's about using technology to help make your business more successful. So in your own words, what does a, a successful business using technology look like? 
Well, look, that's a difficult one. For me, a successful business is the way the business is run and the delivery of the numbers. Obviously, now I'm in a tech business, so it's making sure that the tech side that you're in, you're delivering, keeps up with the market. And, and that's a huge challenge. It always has been. Technology's always moved very quickly. But as I said earlier, I've been in telecoms over 30 years. And I, if I look back now at the last five, six years, the acceleration has certainly increased. Miles, what are some of the cost benefits and maybe cover some of the, the myths around VoIPs? Some people seem to think that VoIPs more expensive. Some people think that they're going to lose. You know, some people said, oh, I'm going to lose some of the features of my phone system. And I'm like, oh, no, you're actually going to probably gain yeah. a lot more. So maybe give us your yeah. perspective on that. Look, I mean, as far as features are concerned, you know, 99.9% of traditional PBX functionality has been moved to the cloud. And so functionality, no, there's not a downside to moving to cloud telephony. When it comes to cost, look, cost is a statistic and it can be manipulated in any way you wish. So if you're going to buy a telephone, a traditional telephone system, and you're going to keep it seven years, you're never going to make any changes to it. You're never going to upgrade it. You're never going to change your handsets. Then over that seven-year period, you may have a, a lower cost than moving to a cloud telephony solution that constantly gets updated and you're using all the new features that come along. However, most businesses don't stay still for seven years. I mean, the big benefit of cloud is obviously, A, there's not a big capex. Yeah, You're not going out and spending tens of thousands of pounds on a piece of kit, which is, by the way, as soon as you hang it up on your, in your office, could be out of date. You'll then be in charge by somebody to come and uh, update that software. And then you'll be in charge for someone to come along and say, well, actually, those six handsets, I don't want them there. I want them over there. So they've got to come and do that. So you, you don't tend to – the housekeeping tends to be a chargeable service from the person who supplied you, the PBX. You buy you, – you know, with Enfon, you, you buy a number of licenses based on what your business needs now. You don't have to worry about, well, there's going to be a new software coming out in six months' time. Do I have to pay for that? Do I have to, if we, we're going to bring out new features? Oh, so how do I get access to new features? Because we've got you know, a core PBX, it's updated. And so all of our users are always using the latest version. And as your business changes, you can scale up and scale down with the Enfon solution. If you buy a PBX with, that's got hardware in it for 100 users and you, your business shrinks, five years later to only 50 users, you can't get your money back for the hardware that you're not using. You know, you've bought it. It's an investment that's there. And likewise, if you grow, you've got to go out and either buy a brand new PBX or you've got to buy additional hardware for your business to run those additional users. Um, but with cloud, it's scalable. There's minimal CapEx, depending on what device you're using. And you don't have to worry about it ever being out of date. So I think there's a lot of myths. that be, And they, they tend to be put out by... People who are selling on-premise PBXs. Well, one of the things that, that I quite like is the fact is that the customers have a choice. If they want to buy handsets, they have a choice. Whereas if you go to most traditional telecoms companies, they'll force whichever brand to be like, oh, we sell Panasonic or we sell Yealink or we sell, you know, Polycom or whatever it is. Whereas at least... And when you're using a cloud system, you can have the choice, you know, of different hardware, different devices and things. So you have that flexibility too. You know, one of the things that I actually like when it comes to actually discussing 
Enphone with customers is the fact is that the billing is really simple. And you've obviously been in the, the telecoms industry for a long time, Miles. You'll appreciate that. I actually believe that traditional telecoms companies deliberately make their invoices so complicated that customers have no idea what they're paying for. I've been in meetings where people pulling out their invoice and we're going to do a cost comparison. I've seen on an invoice that says maintenance fee and it's like £85 a month. And I'm like, what's that for? And they're like, we don't know. Uh, we just pay for it. And I'm like, well, what happens if you need to get someone to come out if there's a fault with your phone system or you need to upgrade something or whatever? Well, we phone them and it takes them about three days to send an engineer and then the, the invoices anyway. I'm like, so this maintenance fee is just something that they added on that you've been paying almost a thousand pounds a year for and you absolutely zero benefit to you whatsoever. Because you asked them, when was the last time someone came out to do any maintenance on your phone system? They go, don't think anyone's ever been out, you know? But and you're then, still paying, you're paying, you're paying as you say. A, a, yeah. Yeah. And Would then you, you pay for a service fee on your car if you weren't getting it serviced? Exactly. It's no. crazy. And I think that the, the billing is so complicated. And so when it comes to like Enfon and we say to people, hey, here's what you're going to get. Here's what it costs per month. And the all-inclusive packages, I think, is what most people seem to be going for these days because people like that fixed yeah. cost element. And then people often say to me, is that it, Mark? Surely there's got to be something else. I'm like, no, that is literally it. And they're like, well, okay, well, what features are included and what features do I have to pay for? I'm like, no, you get, literally, you get everything. Like, it's a blank canvas. Because then people, you know, quite often will say, so what can we do? Can we have a call group? So like these phones ring and then these phones will ring. And I'm like, yeah, you can have all of that. Literally, it's entirely what you want you to happen. You don't pay for different, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. like, like yeah. think of it as a blank canvas, right? And we will go through and discuss how you want the system to work for you and we will build it. And we've not found a situation yet. And bear in mind, we've got a couple of customers have got some crazy phone configurations, right? That does sometimes take rack your brain about how's the best way to kind of set this up. But we've not found a situation yet where Enphone hasn't been able to deliver the phone system that a customer wanted to operate within their business. Yeah, like anything, we said, we said earlier that yeah, Cloud PBX will give you the same number of features. I think the last count, we've got something like 170-odd features. Now, I don't know any customer who uses all of those features. But what we do find is some customers use 1 to 20, others use 20 to 40, and they all work in different ways. But like you said, it's having the flexibility to be able to say, yeah, okay, yeah, we can do that. And I think going back to the billing, I think we're, we're getting aligned really like, I think, with the is your business like IT services where you know if if you want 20 of something that's what you pay for you don't then pay an additional charge in case it's like having a mobile phone people want to pay a fixed price because they like that protection that if they've got 100 mobiles they know exactly what the bill's going to be but you wouldn't pay have an apple phone or an android phone and say well uh, i want to use this device uh, this feature well you've got to pay us a bit more for that and by the way we're going to charge you uh, just in case it breaks down but if it does break down we're going to charge you another fee because we've got to come out and fix it so look i know all the arguments i come from a, a traditional pbx uh, background but look voice uh, cloud telephony with mfon and uh, you know is moving into it just becomes another business application that's all it is. You know, you're using, I don't know, Office 365. You know, you, I remember in business, you had a, a server downstairs somewhere running all of your, you had an exchange server and everything else. And, you know, you had the cost of that. You had to air condition the room. You know, you, nobody was allowed in there. You had this. And, and if that went down, you, you were, you know, in serious trouble. So I think moving to the cloud now is much more accepted, especially with the connectivity being as easy to obtain now than maybe it was 10 years ago. 
So one of the things that we've been starting to look at here at M3 and with some of our customers is, and I know it's a big push with, you know, climate change and carbon neutrality and things like that. I guess there's another argument here for not having on-prem equipment about the energy, you know, to run a phone, because your phone system has to run all the time. Plus, potentially in that service room that you're talking about, traditionally you'd have had the IT equipment plus the phone equipment all in a little cupboard somewhere, usually having air con to kind of kind of keep things cool. So maybe we can talk about some of the other benefits, you know, in terms of lowering your carbon footprint within your business and things. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, obviously you've got the way of working. So, yeah, you know, you can go down to that base level where, you know, you don't now have to get in a car on a train or on a plane and, and go to your office. You can work for anywhere. You've got that benefit. But then if you then look at, as you say, the business environment, no, you don't have to have that rack somewhere with an aircon unit and all the uh, energy that that uses. We've got one central, of course, our s- systems sit in secure data centers. But as far as the end user, as the customer is concerned, their biggest decision really is device because, We don't insist, as you said earlier, that you've got to have a piece of plastic on your desk. You don't have to have a phone. You can use one device to run all your business. I mean, I use a laptop, and on that laptop is my Cloudia application, so that's my telephony. I've got Office 365, so that's all all of that. And So you can use one device now to do your job, and that will become more and more, and I think it's about not just about the, the saving on travel, et cetera, but it's how it can have a benefit within the office environment. Yeah. And certainly we're seeing obviously with, I don't know if you've seen it recently, but I, I've just actually switched from being an Android user back to Apple after a kind of six, seven year <laughs> hiatus of being an Android user. And obviously there's the thing about, you know, Apple not giving you headphones and not giving you the charger in the box now. And Samsung made a big kind of like thing where they took the mic a little bit out of Apple about that when they announced it. And then Samsung now do the same thing where they're now not giving you a charger either. You just literally get a cable. So it, I think it's all those little things, you know, like you said, you don't need to have, if you don't want to have a traditional handset on your desk, you don't have to have that now. It's just another device that takes power. Absolutely. And, else, you know? and I think, yeah, and I think that, I think we look at hardware delivery and what we call the attachment rate. And so, if, you know, for every hundred users sold, the number of handsets being shipped is decreasing. And people are using, they're, they're, they're buying headsets from us because, well, actually, no, we don't want a handset. We hardly ever use it. So why are we buying it? It sits on the desk and it doesn't really get used. So, but like you, it's then you, you get into, well, I can use one headset to, for everything. I can use it for my Claudia. I can use it for, to listen to music. I can do multiple things with it. So, yeah, there are those benefits as well. I think it's important, though, that we still give, it's about choice. Because we still have certain departments within certainly public sector and other divisions that they still want to have a handset. That's fine. But lots of others are now saying, no, no, we don't, we don't want a piece of plastic on our desk. We just want to use a headset. I think as well, you know, if you're, especially businesses where people are using computers all day, you know, having hands free and not having to hold a handset or put in the, yeah. the, the crook yeah. of your neck and give yourself a sore neck by the end of the day, having a headset as well. And I think as well, thinking about the whole pandemic situation, you know, if you do have shared phones as well and people touching different devices and things, having a headset, headset when you plug it in, the headset is personal to you. No one else is using it or touching it. So there's that aspect as well, you know, to consider too. That's really interesting. So I appreciate, um, the, uh, I appreciate the invite, Mark. I've enjoyed it. That's, uh, well, Despite some of the strange questions. 
horse-sized duck. I think, uh, yeah, that one sticks in my mind. Well, you can go and ask the rest of your team in the office that question I'm getting, now. I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe you can share maybe some of the answers and see how deep that question goes because <laughs> it does get quite deep. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah, all that's left to say is thank you for your time. Really appreciate taking your time out of your day to have a chat with us. Okay. And yeah, to cover a lot of the stuff about Enfon and how VoIP's helping businesses and has helped businesses because we've seen it on the coal face, how it's helped a lot of our customers over the last year and who would have really struggled otherwise so thanks for your time thanks mark so there we go guys i hope you enjoyed that chat with miles there from enfon hope you certainly learned a lot about what a modern business phone system looks like if you want to chat more about your phone system and how we can help get you moved out to the cloud and get into a hosted VoIP solution please feel free to reach out to me directly for a chat that's all i have for you today Please remember to follow and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a great day and we'll see you next time. Texas is an M3 Networks podcast. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk.